Pre-intro intro. Check. You know what I mean? Dun, 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 dun. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Worst or not, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, but you knew that. And what you also know is that I am your host, Falio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Poonanid Franco, Filibuster Rhymes, the Archduke, the Pesh Mode, Von Luftballoons, the Boulevard Thunderguard, the Crime, the Dime Store Crime Lord. The subwoofer drug pusher. And uh, there will be no silvery plath this week. So uh, if that's what you're here for, don't tune out yet. It might get better. But in her place, we have the Chinese spy balloon. Oh. Fresh out of the ocean. Fresh out the Because it did get dropped in the Carolinas. Uh with me as you definitely know because we can't do the show without him adam strange aka tooth willis forrest gums the infidel castro the vice count dirty finger um yeah let's talk chinese spy balloon you know what it it was doing it was just like crossing the country and going just spraying the real covid oh you think it was was like like, oh you think you think you think y'all you done with COVID? You you were finished. You did it. You did it well. We had this no COVID policy. We we um we we showed your COVID against our COVID, and it seemed like y'all had some kind of synthetic COVID. So here's the real one. A psh, and like they blew it up, and it went a psh, with a big white puff cloud of COVID just puff, all over the Carolinas. Well, no, I mean, but it started from the West Coast, Alaska, oh, it Montana. It all the way across. Like now, when I first heard it crossed Montana, I was like, I was like, how how is this balloon? Did it not go over any rednecks? Or is it so high that our guns can't reach it? And I'm like, oh, it's so high that you can't shoot it. Yeah, it's that high. And also what I found, I mean, I guess I found it surprising, but it's also something that I never thought about before. It's like they said that in addition to the balloon, the spy equipment on it is the size of roughly three school buses. And that's why Uh, they they didn't shoot it down until it got off the coast. That's big spy equipment. That's, dude. Here's the thing. That's big. If you shoot that out of the sky, it could Three school buses could fuck some shit up. One thing I've learned from watching Ukraine is that there's some pretty advanced satellite systems right now that Mm -hmm. not only the army, but like there's one civilian company that keeps being like, I don't know if you remember the convoy of Russian tanks in the beginning of the Ukraine mm-hmm. war. Yeah, where they fucked but them up. But this one company kept being like, yeah, here's, here's the convoy. And they would just, every day in the news, they'd be like, here, here here's a photo. Like right now, if you would call China and you were like, how many dog shits are in my backyard? They'd be like, give me 10 minutes. Yeah. Like they've got photos of America from satellites, just the entire thing. It's, mm-hmm. they, I don't know what a spy balloon is going to get that overhead passing satellites all day long isn't already catching you know? I mean, but also you can just do drones now, like, yeah, so much. I mean, I assume Google Earth, goddamn. I mean, you know, I assume there has to be more to it than we know about. Uh, yeah, as far it's as full of COVID, that's why they would do it. Like, uh, I wouldn't doubt that it's full of COVID. Just doing, just crop dusting us, the silent COVID farts. Yeah. Um, but it, because it's all gonna be that's everybody keeps talking about like oh world war three is is 
Yeah. Cyber warfare? Nah, it's balloons, dog. Yeah. <laughs> but no, everyone keeps talking about this World War Three shit between us and China, and it's just like I, I don't. I think it's gonna be more like the new Cold War, where we keep pranking each other and doing fuck shit yeah. like, you know, cyber war, balloon war, well, just like the big one right now. Is, and it's really weird, okay? Like, when you really get into Taiwan and you really dig into the history of it, something mm -hmm. that they don't talk about with Taiwan is that, like, okay, there's supposed to be this big chip war mm -hmm. where Taiwan makes all the chips. We were like, we don't want China to have any chips, but we're going to make them on an island right off of their shore. Mm -hmm. So American companies started making all of our chips with Taiwanese companies, you know, in Taiwan, right next to China. But, okay, TW, it's like Taiwan, TWMC, it's whatever the biggest microchip company is. Mm -hmm started being like okay china you can't have these chips but apparently they most of their factories are in china so they're like making them in china and then shipping them out of china and being like you can't have them and china's like well, we fuck you we we're making them and we're just gonna take any as many as we want so then no, i mean if, if the rumors are to be believed if fucking china is the the kingpin of intellectual property theft yeah but they don't have like the machines and the knowledge and the thing is is okay with microchip production moore's law every so often every so many so many years they would double in it, it memory leaps, yeah. half in size we hit the wall of that with with silicon like there's as much memory that we can fit into the space is that how you pronounce in, it? in between silicone silicon i don't silicon? know silicon. i don't know we, phys, with physics that's mm -hmm. why like you don't see computer commercials anymore computers pc computers have reached as fast as they can go they're they're where they're at they're the top of the market right now they're only making like they're fixing them making them more energy efficient but like they're not getting bigger better faster anymore computers hit the wall so like we used to be able to outproduce china by the time they figured out what we were doing we made the new shit the new shit ain't happening no more we got the old shit and that's what we're still buying is like fancier versions of the old shit but it's the same this, shit we're, well, like we're waiting on quantum computing basically to be but quantum computing step. is too powerful and humans aren't going to be allowed to have it because then we can't have encryption but that's right. a whole other thing. And crypto coin goes away and like some of the things yeah. you talked about, yeah. But so China is basically can can basically make chips now, but we stopped wait, that. Wait, hold on, hold on. We've just been moving all our chip production. Pause, just in in reference to what you just said about it won't be allowed for humans. What you're saying is that they will the Royal Bay yeah. will develop they'll have quantum computing technology they yeah. just won't let us have it yeah is yeah kind of like flying cars yeah we are not smart enough to or cars out. that run on water yeah but flying cars right now like they could make flying cars they got the, every electronic show has 50 of them but what? we drunk drive regular cars Ooh, yeah. into each other and walls mm -hmm. all day long humans cannot at 9 11 humans cannot be trusted with flying devices we're not going to have flying cars, you know, jetpacks. No, we're not going to have jetpacks because you could just fly into a plane and blow it up. When like, you think about the fact of how rampant car crashes are on, and I'm using this term like loosely, but like in a 2D capacity of like, yeah, yeah you basically go forward, backward, right, and left. If you were in more of a 3D capacity where you go forward, backward, right, left, up and down, yeah. north, south. Exponentially crashing. Oh, my God. The amount of shit that birds. like... Even without taking, say, like terrorism or any nefarious intent into uh, consideration, motherfuckers just off mistakes alone would just be. I know, think of destroyed. just your neighbors driving up and down the street and taking off and going places. Yeah. How often they would just rip out the fucking cable 
power or phone from yeah, your house the, the by hitting lines, by knocking a fucking cord. The, the, the electric poles. You know, like we, we're not designed for birds. It. No, but that's the, so right now. All these American Chinese or American Taiwanese companies are moving their production. Mm-hmm. So like Germany already made microchips. America is building. Like there was that was part of the Build Back Better was we're building all these big microchip factories everywhere because mm-hmm. we're afraid that China is just going to take Taiwan, and so we're going to get all the machines out before they, they do. But they, Taiwan already makes this shit like in mainland China, so it's it's just it's it's weird shit. But that's that's the war between America and China right now is it's very tenuous. We're not going to let relationships. We're not going to let them have smart fridges. You know, they can't have these microchips. We need them to make our fucking dog barking robot do, toys and shit. Do they not have smart fridges? Over? I don't know. Probably not. I, I mean, mean, a I little bit. I'm sure they do. My um, my fridge is very rudimentary, but. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're not going to battle China anytime soon. I don't no, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be, at most, a crazy Cold War. That's why they were like, yeah, send the fucking balloon. What are they going to do? They're What's not going to shoot it out of the sky when three school buses could fall on some Montana uh, residents. Uh, like, there's two or they three. could fall on Kevin Costner in Yellowstone. They, they own... The Dutton Farm. I would say they own congressmen. You know, like they, they're oh. like, you know, there's some congressmen sitting in Congress right now, like, yeah, the spy balloon. That's there. <laughs> you totally keep looking at that, guys. Well, okay, so there's a couple things to get into there. One of which is that, so apparently, what I just read about was that uh, you're definitely correct, motherfuckers knew because uh, just now they shot it down, but apparently, this spy balloon has been going on so long that in it, Trump had three of them. Yeah, three. three of, yeah, because Trump was like, I had to shot times. it down. And they were like, well, motherfucker, you had three. You had so three. Here's proof you knew. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, apparently it incurred upon American airspace three times during the Trump administration to no penalties, which I think then, though, it was, it, was, it was that one that was like shaped like a big baby Trump with a diaper on. <laughs> That was that was really good. Um, I did really like that that balloon. Um, but it it also goes into you know not that it's a surprise to anyone. But did you see the thing in uh, the the Congress where um, somebody was trying to challenge Maxine Waters, and they were like, "You mentioned South Korea, China, and Russia. Do you know what all three of those countries have in common?" Maxine Waters was like, "Yeah, Trump." <laughs> and they were, "What? What?" Like he thought he was gonna get a gotcha thing going. And he's like, "What do you mean, Trump?" She goes, "He really likes Kim Jong Un." <laughs> he said he fell in love, and uh, yeah, that guy really got uh, caught with his pants down. But um, the uh, the other thing uh, with it is that um, <clears throat> as far as the what China's kind of up to on the shadiness is that apparently, have you heard about the Chinese police stations? Yeah, yeah. In a, in not just America, but in yeah. anywhere where they have like relations in foreign nationals. Yeah, it's, the funny thing to me is like the plethora of CIA agents that are sitting in their station house in multiple capitals across the world. Yeah. That thing where they like side eye and look like secret police station uh, mm-hmm. uh, we got that rendition mm-hmm. booth in the basement uh we might <laughs> let's just look away from that because i mean that's what that's what they that's what oh, you fucking do if you're a world yeah. power mm-hmm. there's a good chance that in berlin you got a fucking secret police station of some fucking kind where Absolutely. secret police agents of some kind have guns and kill people 
Yeah. At the very least, they're blackmailing somebody right now in your halls of power. And right. That's and what it, spy come agent. That's what foreign national. Absolutely. But what was um, and I don't think this is unique to China by any means. But um, what at least what I read was explaining was that a big part of you know for the listener just saying what they mean by Chinese police stations is just like kind of. Chinese, the Chinese version of the CIA or whatever, you know, espionage agency, they would send out, <clears throat> they have little like, uh, you know. It's a charity that's supposed to spread Chinese culture and they'll call it like a China house and right. they'll be like, we're just here to like, we have some money from a nonprofit and we're just going to spread Chinese like accessibility and culture. Here's some, some recipes. Right. But they'll have like offices in like New York or LA or Chicago or wherever uh, in places that it, 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 it well, obviously, we're all spying on each other at the same time. But what was kind of bugged about this, to me anyway, was that specifically what they were saying, the reason they were calling them police stations and not just like spy stations or whatever, is that it's about um, monitoring their own Chinese nationals yep. living abroad. And basically, and this kind of tripped me out a little bit, I'm not going to lie. I guess it, it, it probably shouldn't have. But like the idea that like, Okay, China has a set of opinions put into law, and they're like, no, if you're a Chinese national, we don't give a fuck where you live in the whole world. You're going to adhere to what we say is the law. And they just publicly, like, basically there was all this this billionaire class rising in China, and they all started having their own opinions about two, three years ago, Mm -hmm. and China put a fucking end to that quick, and anybody knows finance, like... The, the big players in Chinese finance are motherfucking gone mm-hmm. or they acquiesced and shut the fuck up. Like, you, you, I mean, that's, Putin that's, didn't China's, that's a dogma. You know, China is like, it's not just, you know, it's a philosophy. It's almost like religion. Like yeah. the state, it's, a, you know, like what people think of, you know, Russia in the 80s was, mm-hmm. you know, which it isn't anymore, you know. Right, but it's also, but it, Russia plays into that whole idea because at least my understanding of it from like what I've read and listened to and all that shit is like that's when people talk about the Russian oligarchs all the time and but all of the oligarchs are under Putin's thumb for exactly the reason you were just saying is like yeah he dictates like okay you are now kind of the unofficial dude in charge of Russian oil or Russian steel or whatever other natural resource but you're going to kick me back x amount of money power and obedience and uh i mean there is then almost like like um medieval fiefdoms in a weird way where it's Mm -hmm. like and then you have those fifty thousand steel workers under Mm -hmm. you you know and now you're controlling them in a weird way where like the oligarchs are you know kind of like that like how dukes used to be in the old days of like right but you uh but you you know, I, I believe we talked about this. There is a theory that has some credibility. I don't know that it's facts, but some there are a lot of credible people that suspect that Vladimir Putin is actually the richest person yeah. on earth yeah. because he makes the oligarchs kick back to him or they will be like not just stripped of their money and their power, but uh, of like be publicly humiliated yeah. and jailed. And that's what a big part of the SWIFT that Russia getting kicked off with a swift banking thing is, is that he and people think he hid a lot of his money outside of Russia mm-hmm. and now he can't get to it. 
Like he physically can't access anything. What is what is Swift? It's kind of like the when you go to an ATM, get money out, and it tells another bank it's cool. It's just today. Whatever. That's it's that. It's like how banks communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. Russia was like cut off from that early on. So like Russian banks can't transfer money with banks outside of Russia, except Mm -hmm. for China, right? Places that are still cool with them, but those countries can't. You know, like there's a certain degree of countries that can't fuck with Russia. Yeah, it's, um, like you can have the whole world or Russia. It's then, no, it's the Magnitsky Act, yeah. and I believe we've talked about this on the show. But like, if not, it's it's worth sounding intelligent for a quick second. But just like, yeah, he um, Sergey Magnitsky was a dude that he basically tortured to death for, you know, speaking out against him. And so uh, there is a dude. I think his name is Bill Browder, who got as many countries as he could to sign on like western countries to sign on to basically like you're saying cut russian banking off from the rest of the west banking system and uh that is in retaliation uh (laughs) uh putin was like well you can't adopt russian babies anymore and it was like so you're fucking over the babies of your own country in retaliation for the fact that you can't get at Western yeah. well, money Russia, Russia needs them babies. Apparently, they they do not have enough children. Um. Well, but the the funny thing about that is when uh those Russian dignitaries at the very beginning of the Trump administration were at Trump Tower talking to I think it was Don Jr. and then they were like, "Oh, that wasn't about anything shady. It was about uh Russian adoptions." That was basically code for like, yeah, we were negotiating the Magnitsky Act. So, because you know, like you said, if you if you cut Russia off from Western banking, then the oligarchs can't funnel yep. their money and launder it and all that shit. Now, so. This is something I didn't know about until all this Ukraine shit is. You hear the term "real politic," real and politic. And I never yeah. really understood it. I don't what know it meant, but I just assume it means real politics. What some news guy explained to me is it's the Russian idea. You know, news guys. Oh, on TV, YouTube. So, uh, so basically, the strong rule, mm-hmm. and the weak live by the mercy of get the strong. Ruled, yeah. That's, you know, if you're not strong enough to rule, then you will get taken out, and a revolution will happen. That's if what the, the strong rule, means. the weak live at the mercy of the strong. And that's like, the, and that's like apparently in Russia, that's like what all the old people, that's, that's, what, that's how, you know, they're just lucky to get some bread. Yeah. You know, they can shut the fuck up and go to work. That's shut the fuck up. That's what the, the, the older people of Russia think. And then They're the young still people wearing like are, Levi's 501 button downs and shit. And the young people at the moment are, are into this whole <laughs> new like what used to be European revolutionary thing of like they look like they're like, what do you think of Putin? And they look around and they're like, oh, he's great. We're on TV, right? He's wonderful. And then they give you a funny like, like there's definitely this buildup. And that's like everywhere. China's kind of going on the same thing of like the youth are just like, man, we saw the Internet, you know, and <laughs> there's some shit out there. And that's that's there's, what yo did you know that there was actually in america there's two girls for every one cup <laughs> there are no cats in america and the streets are paved with cheese <laughs> in soviet russia one cop gives two girls <laughs> fucking uh yeah I I will be interested to see how all that shit plays out, and um, but also like you see, I mean just I mean how it ties back to all the strongman shit is like um, so apparently New York City is finally 
pressing ahead, presented the grand jury with all the Stormy Daniels shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Where like previously Trump had just been like, oh, uh, defendant number one, and just like, I don't know, you already sent a dude to jail for being the facilitator yeah. of the crime, but not the perpetrator yeah. of the crime. So I don't. I mean, it's really weird because all that shit is just kind of like red meat clickbait bullshit where like you can't watch as much as like I don't think that it's the same thing but like uh, you know as, as much as we kind of like talk about how like yeah Fox News is propaganda arm like it's bullshit but like CNN and to a greater extent MSNBC like really clickbait hard on like dude they're about to fucking charge oh, Trump yeah. and it's like dude you've been saying that for since 2016 dude like shut the fuck up like and you know I have admitted on this show before that like that is my like Game of Thrones like I'm just waiting for Joffrey to eat the poison yeah. and like but in my heart of hearts I think Trump is not only not going to be prosecuted, like, if they even try to prosecute him, he'll die before he goes to jail. And I don't mean that in a gangster way of, like, yo, he's no, ready to there'll die. There'll be I continuances mean, like, for, like, 20 years. He's so the master of that, and no one ever puts a stop to it. Yeah. And also, he eats five McDonald's a day. Yeah. And so many Diet Cokes. Like, he's such a fat piece of shit that, like, and, you know, no... No fat shaming except for him. But it's just like <clears throat> it's it's just weird. Like we all know that he's fat, but like he's even just in more he's not even regular fat, like where you're round. He's the kind of fat where you like are at odd shapes. Like his stomach is like a rhombus. His face is like some kind of polygon with the weird hair plugs on top. It's just like when you see him in his golfing outfits it's like and first of all he's so 80s that he still tucks in yeah. his casual shirts and you're like dude first of all what fucking year do you live in but second of all really with that build yeah. you're gonna tuck in your fucking shirt you grotesque the, 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 the best part of the Stormy Daniels case is I saw this legal guy break it all down that he has a um Okay, if you were a lawyer for this case, mm -hmm. you there, there's a really quick, easy out. And number one, what he's doing is just denying. And so the prosecutor's like, we got proof here. It's on paper. This mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. She got a payment. She had a story. She got a payment. These people talked. This guy says it was for this. We have it on paper. Mm -hmm. He's saying, never happened. And they're like, but we have the proof. Never happened. Now, mm -hmm. if his argument was, yeah, I paid her off. Because I didn't want my wife to, to find know. out. There's it had nothing to do. Nothing illegal with that. That's 100% fine. You All can. he has to say is, I did it. I paid her. I didn't want my wife to know. That's why I did it. He could have said, you know, my businesses. I didn't. But that would be defrauding stockholders. But with your wife. Right. But there's nothing illegal with that. If he just says that. Right. He, but he's the crime, off scot-free. Right. But the crime is, is defrauding elections. It, right. For the. For. For the purposes of the election. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I think that you are probably right. That he, if he's just like, no, I did it because I was lying to my wife. Yeah. Like, but he's, he wouldn't, he won't do that apparently. He's just like, no, we didn't, he never did this. 
and then Which apparently bugged because like it it appears i mean maybe i'm projecting but i and i think a lot of us have made the same projection that like uh he she doesn't really like him very well, much there was a when it, when it who, came out who gives a fuck when the story broke he called the what that the whatever east whatever wing the she has he called her office and was like um and Trump never calls her office apparently, but she called. And so Grisham, whoever the assistant at the time was, answered and was like, "Hey, he's like, hey, so we're just checking. Are you guys putting a statement out about this?" And he's like, "Uh, nope." He's like, "Well, I just want to make sure before we don't want to put a statement out. If you guys put a statement out, and he's like, oh, we're not, we're not putting a statement out." And he's like, "How's she feeling about this?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, she doesn't, she doesn't want to talk about it. She told us not to talk about it." He's like, "Okay." He's like, and Wait, "The lawyer so was like, Trump's so people asking." No, Trump called. And Trump and Grisham talking, oh, him and then personally, and then the lawyer's like, "So did he ever call and ask about anything else or any other statement?" No, never ever. He called one time. That was it. He called that that day to see if you know. Like, I like he never called our office and didn't give a shit. I like to it. think though that he called as remember John Barron, yeah. the fake publicist. This is John Barron. Hey, this is John Barron. Grisham's just, like, okay. I uh, wanted to know how uh, Melania is feeling about perhaps. The cheating and the porn The incredibly stars. handsome. He didn't cheat. I know a strong guy came up, tears rolling down his face. Also, uh, when I heard this coming back up, uh, because now it's being charged. And we mentioned last week how we had a previous episode about that where uh, Stormy Daniels kind of referred to his dick. as like, yo, it's a weird-ass dick. It's a boom for the bump. Um, but... Other uh, news shows and podcasts uh, were like, yeah, apparently she uh, testified in her court papers that he has a weird-ass dick, which, you know, I'm paraphrasing there, but uh, it just, it's just funny to me that, like, you know how, like, Hitler has a weird dick is a, is, I don't want to say conspiracy theory, but it's something that people, know. oh, you've never heard that one? No. Oh, yeah, they like, apparently the whole source of it is Hitler has a weird ass dick, but like, it's a, it's a through line, like, and I think maybe it's just a way for kind of like lefties to defame, you know, fascists and, or, or people they perceive to be on that part of the spectrum, but, um. But yeah, it was just funny to me that even on like a mainstream like MSNBC thing where they were like, well, you know, he might be paying her off because he doesn't want his wife to know or, you know, criminally because it, it affected the election. But also he just might not want people to know he's got a weird ass dick because she did say that and it was like, I believe on MSNBC that I heard somebody be like, he did, she did say that. He said he had something real weird about his dick that if you, like, that you could identify in a lineup would be the way that I would say it. You know what I mean? Like, like in a criminal lineup, like, she's like, yo, here's how I can prove. Like, I don't even think that, at least the way it was presented, they were acting like she wasn't just saying, like, ill, he's got a weird-ass dick to defame him. Um which, by the way, that's how you say that, not defamate. Uh, I heard that he was suing her for defecation of character, which doesn't surprise me at all. But, um, no, but that she brought it up because she was like, if you think I'm lying, I can tell you some things about his dick that are weird as fuck that would be very unique. Which does 
it's not unprecedented you know what i mean yeah. like because yeah. you remember in the michael, michael jackson, jackson trial yeah. Yeah. they were like yo glitter on it he's his dick is weird in these ways but also i didn't get this specific description in the michael jackson trial um but i i, I will say that like uh, and i've said this before but like i feel like i could freestyle a description of what i imagine Michael Jackson's dick would look like. Not that I imagine it, like, yep. but like, like, yeah, it's like, does it have vitiligo? Yeah, like, I say it's two tone. Maybe, uh, yeah, it's definitely two tone. I would guess incredibly manicured. Maybe some like speckly. Also, probably gre greasy has pubic hair. The, like curly. the Jerry curl pubic hair for sure. The glitter. Um, yeah, like maybe a um, some version of the glove. I was thinking that, but I don't know. Like he just keeps it in a little glittered like sparkle diamond bag or it sleeps in a tube yeah. like he reportedly used to do like a hyperbaric oh, chamber. yeah totally. i don't know if that's true but so you remember in the 80s they said yeah, he used yeah. to sleep in a hyperbaric chamber yeah. i also don't actually know what hyperbaric means no something it's a hyperbolic with, chamber i don't know we can look it up something to do with oxygen probably yeah that's Pressure. that's what uh, i assumed didn't work because you know he, no because he had to start uh doing fentanyl like he kind of you yeah, gotta give him his credit his time, he yeah. way pioneered fentanyl yeah. like he was doing that shit when not even mexican stuff you, he had like a doctor bringing him no. fucking iv bags so much so that that doctor went the fuck to jail for bringing him fentanyl which like yo his michael jackson's doctor has to feel like every pot dealer from like Colorado and California who's now like watching the industry blow up they got like they got locked up you know what I mean like can you imagine if you were like a, a like a baller ass weed dealer in like say Denver Boulder uh and you get locked up for you know your 100 pounds or more or whatever and then go to prison and in any in interim, you watch, you're you're sitting in prison watching what's happening right now with the legal weed industry. You know what I mean? That is how I imagine Michael Jackson's doctor has to feel. He's like, yo, fentanyl is just running the streets right now. And this is it's it's like that Dr. Dre line, like, yo, I started this gangster shit. And this is the motherfucking thanks I get. You know? Like they locked him up and he's I'm not I'm not a fan of prison, but I'm not also not saying that what he did wasn't reckless, but yeah. now reckless is the name of the game. Man, I just watched real quick this um this thing about um convicts getting marijuana licenses mm -hmm. and it was honestly incredibly interesting, but apparently not really shaking out the way it is. But there are a bunch of drug dealers mm -hmm. around New York that'll be like, I was just chilling and my friend Dave calls and he's like, Hey, you got arrested, right? And I was like, Yeah. He's like you're going to be the CEO. Come here. So that's like, that is happening to some people in right. New York. We'll just get a call like, hey, man, remember when you went to jail and your life got fucked? Yeah. Well, we're going to make money from that. Come right. on no, over. And it, because we talked about that uh, here on the like show. The equity. Was that uh, the one way that uh, New York State decided to kind of like 
how do you say it without Try saying it? Try to make up for the shit, fuck, bullshit, the garbage really fuck shit they've been doing for right. the last fucking and, uh And, years. yo, like, it's the one thing I could really applaud them for is the fact that they, I believe it's the first hundred dispensary licenses go to nonviolent felons who yeah. were locked up for a certain amount of years for selling weed. Yep. And that's the only state I've heard of doing that. Yep. And it clearly, I mean... They said the only way it's backfiring is that the big players in the market are now looking for felons, and they're like, "Hey, you want to you want to have a little partnership here?" Good, and that's like good. They're getting they don't need their startup cash. Like some company is going to take some of their money, but they're still going to not be a broke fucking felon. And also, as a felon, and they get to sell weed for real. In years New York. and money and energy have been taken from their life in a way where, like, especially because we're talking about nonviolent weed felons. Yeah. That's Yo, you've taken so much from these people that basically, I don't want to say created the market because the weed market has been here yeah. damn near as long as, yeah. you, but but people doing it on the black market is what has kept it alive as a, as a pipeline yeah. to for these major corporations and other bullshit to actually participate in it. Yeah. Like, so they deserve it. <coughs> Changing lanes. Not Tory Lanes. Um, so, all right, I read a story today about an executive in Singapore who is suing a woman yeah. for two point three million dollars. You saw this? I, I haven't clicked on it. I keep for, seeing the headline, and I'm just like, for, I can't believe it uh, to be a real thing for quote unquote friend zoning him. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the laws are in Singapore. Obviously, they're very different. Now, if it's uh, it could ours. be fraud. I mean, I could see like a straight up fraud case of like I'm gonna pretend to marry you, get some money, and then not marry you no, being no, no, a case. No. But it have to be defined. According, like, according like, to what I read, is not even close to that. He asked her out on some dates. They went on some like platonic coffee dates. He felt like this was going somewhere. She felt like. Okay, so and I'm gonna paraphrase here, but like the way they kind of put it was like hey, we're gonna put this politely because she doesn't want to be fucking murdered. Um, but that like to say that she friend zoned him is a euphemism. It's putting it lightly. Uh, it's it's like she she's like yo, I didn't want to hang out with you at all. And so I just kind of like was like, we can hang out in a friendly platonic capacity. And even that was so egregious to this asshole that yeah. he decided like, no, I'm entitled to the Putanesca to yeah. the tune Your of honor. She ordered steak. Yeah. Like, and I did not see a single boob. Now, honestly, I think that, like, just, just in briefly hearing this, my legal opinion is that he owes her, like, $5 million. She shouldn't have even been nice to him to begin with. That was her problem. But she is owed at least $1 to $2 million for having to deal with this bullshit. Well, it not only goes further, my because, legal opinion. Uh, at a certain point before he filed suit, when he realized that it wasn't going to bed, he threatened to destroy her personal and financial life yeah. um which i don't really know a ton about um the 
culture in Singapore, although I do know uh, one or two people that have lived there. And, you know, I believe it's a pretty, you know, patriarchal society. Also, it's also super, super, even beyond like those politics, it's very much like you remember Singapore is where like the dude got beat with a cane by the government for um graffiti in cars like doing vandalism and shit and then um so it's very strict supposedly like if you spit gum out on the sidewalk you can get you know yeah uh some pretty stiff fines um but that being said like even the fact that you can take a case like that uh to court um we are getting serenaded by the strawberry art shark in the background here so I don't know how well the listener can hear that, but uh, we're just we're just gonna live with it. Yo, that's because that's how you know it's real and how it's alive. You know, my, my, when I first heard that, it was just the idea that there has to be some kind, just the privilege. Like, what is this guy's the entitlement? I, I want to see a documentary about this guy. I want to know his entire dating history. It makes me think he's not ever had a girlfriend. If he thinks that you can sue somebody for simply to reject your advances like has he not ever had his advances rejected was she like the only thing that would make it make any sense besides him being a total douche is if she like pretended to accept his advances which i don't think is the case no and but even i'm sure that happens left and right right but even if she did you know Mm. but also we're judging by american standards like you can't yeah. take that to court by American standards, but obviously there is, without us knowing anything about Singaporean, I believe yeah. is how you would say that, uh, legal system. Yeah. Um, obviously there's some kind of yeah. leeway for them to do that because it's being considered. Although he did have a previous uh, suit that he filed that was only for 17000 that it was, was for a coffee shop that he went to five minutes after close and it wouldn't let him buy something? No, it was still against her. Oh. And they found it um, s- still frivolous. Um, but obviously, oh, if, if he's even able to file, that's uh, that's an availability. Hey! That's an availability in the Singapore system. This, I feel like this is only like building the tension. This, yeah. You know, this dog sound is like... Mm, this is this is the Singaporean lawsuit sound. Um, yeah, there's there's a person walking by. They're like, there's with, people no, with there. dogs. That's her uh, thing. That's her thing. She's she's like, you don't friend zone me. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna litigate. Hey, Visenya. But this this makes me think of also like the if you look at um, Andrew Tate. Oh God. The yeah, guy I'm in Romania because yeah. like, he keeps being like, there there was in Berlin. Okay, like about a, like a two three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. A crap, like a protest of like probably a thousand people that were like demanding his freedom. Like his fanboys got together in Berlin and were like, let him go. He's only telling us how to become rich. He's an alpha male, yeah. Like that was a, that was a thing. And I can He do does that. not have little dick energy. Yeah. But he, um, he, he, some, basically his, his whole scam, you know, like his entire scam mm-hmm. is he basically goes on Instagram and he's like, look at all this money. I'm rich. I got these cars. I'm very rich. And then girls are like, ooh, I like how you're rich. And he's like, you want to be rich too? Guess what, girl? I love you. Come live with me in Romania. And then they get there and he's like, dates him for a couple days. And he's like, now get in the co-ed dorm room with like, there's like 10 girls in there. Mm -hmm. Four or five apparently. And so then they all go in there and their new thing is he's like, look, I'll let you go back home, but you're going to get rich first. We're going to make money doing internet porn. Here's your OnlyFan page. We'll control it. Start fucking. 
Okay, and so that's his business model. That's what he admits to. That's his business model. That's what he admits to. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But well, he says, I meet these girls and I tell them we can get rich together, and then they come and they join my media company. That's how he mm, describes that it. That is a euphemistic way to put but, it. But then Romania describes it as. This is called a lover boy con. You pretend that you're going to marry these chicks. And then even his bodyguards came out and they were like, it's, his bodyguards came out. He didn't break any laws. These girls love him. They think they're going to marry him. And then Romania was like, that's that's what we just said, asshole. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's, it's the male version of, of what is known as the honeypot. Yeah, but with a bucket of money instead of a pretty lady. Right, but no, no, no. But the honeypot invariably... Yeah. It involves a pretty lady and a lot of money. Yeah. So it's just a dick and a lot of money is the love boy kind. Yeah. Um, but none of this is surprising because the way these two things tie together is um, that apparently, uh, because in Singapore, being in East Asia, <clears throat> uh, and I'm sure this is in more places than East Asia, but in East Asia, from what I read, uh, the whole incel movement, if if you want to call it that. Um, I guess you could call it that, a movement. But um, that the incel thing is really picking up steam well, in East Asia. Thailand just passed a law saying that there was no mar- no sex outside of marriage. That any sex outside of marriage was illegal. In Thailand? And then their tourism Home industry, the lady their entire tourism industry went, what? Oh fuck! Oh shit! What? Wait! What? What? And so they're they're still half and half on the law now. Like it's being debated, but they're trying to pass a law that says no sex outside of marriage. But then they also just loosen marijuana laws really heavy in Thailand, where I don't think tourists can have it right now, but locals are allowed to grow, smoke, eat, have, just do weed. I mean, it's it's a weird thing that it would take that long since like uh, in like seventies parlance like got some ties dick bro but thailand was one of those countries where a c will put you in jail forever it was one of those like they were just they just were cool with whatever other countries were doing so mm-hmm. they made these draconian like look there's a lot of opium here no if you have anything you're fucked forever yeah so that was you know whereas all the southeast asia people don't know they have these really <clears throat> great i forget the name of it maybe baba it's these little pills mm-hmm. that are meth and caffeine and like vitamins. Why would you need to put caffeine on top of meth? It's, it's what they do. And they basically pop them to work, but then you can also apparently crush them and smoke them or inject them. And they, these things, this is what Myanmar is apparently, they heavy produce meth. They're the, the meth producers of the world. And they are cranking these little That's pills weird, out. That's weird, because isn't like their natural habitat super conducive to heroin? Yeah. But apparently it's they can also make chemicals. Anybody can make chemicals. Yeah. That's, mean, that's, that's I didn't that's even fair. know about these pills. It was some Netflix documentary led me down the rabbit hole of these little tiny pills, and they're like the easiest thing to market. I don't know why America has. You know, think America would be like speed and it's cheap and easy to fucking smuggle. Boom, because the pills only cost like apparently a dollar a piece. So they're it's a huge thing all over Asia. They just be popping these right. And pills. like you said, like just basically all the forms of methamphetamines. You can you can eat it. You can shoot it. You can smoke it. Yeah. Like. You do whatever. You can eat it. It sounds like a jingle. Sorry. I'm going to make that into a song. Um, but no, so apparently the um, incel movement is getting so... It's picking up so much steam in uh, East Asia that apparently there's a lawmaker in the Philippines that tried to um, pass a law that you would get... An unspecified penalty uh, for ghosting. And the law itself was not, or the bill, 
because it didn't make it into law or at least yet uh that it was the bill was it was not gendered as like women get this penalty but it was very clearly like something that was intended to be weaponized by men who's like bitch you ghosted me so it's there'd be a whole cottage industry designed of like saying goodbye to losers Mm -hmm. you know you just just get the ditch a map yeah do you want the fuck be gone (laughs) get out of here the fuck boy app um but it, it it is or at least feels to me a lot like you know the Texas law that essentially led to Roe v Wade being overturned which was like oh it's not that this thing is illegal it's it's we we made this law where like anyone who suspects you of having an abortion uh can sue you even if they're not the child's father or have has anything to do with it you just essentially you're putting a bounty on the head of any woman who has an abortion or the doctor who provides it so um i did not go far enough down the rabbit hole uh to find out whether like the filipino bill was like awaiting it definitely didn't say that it passed but it uh it it didn't say that it wasn't still waiting, so that's where that's at. Well, hardcore. I saw this thing. Um, it's pretty. I forget the name of the chemical already, but mm-hmm. there's this chemical that's in pork that you, American pork can't be sold to um, Europe because of it. And I'm like, rack. It's a weird word. Ractop. Ractopamine. And it's they give it to um, pigs so that they will have a, it'll finish the swine yield with three or six pounds of additional lean pork per animal, which improves feed efficiency by ten percent. So they can feed them less and they'll, so they'll be leaner. So it makes the pigs diesel. Yeah, because you know, like meatier instead of fattier. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, it shows that it makes people have anxiety. It makes humans more anxious. The last and there Andy. might be some cancer stuff too. But, Absolutely. But Everything look, always does. But seeing that story led to this thing of, and at the same time, like this week, there's a cereal, like it's basically honey bunches of oats, but they got an Audi version. Nice. But the Audi version doesn't, like that doesn't contain some chemical, but apparently they, Americans have Wait, to have. there's pork in it? No, this is, it's a different chemical. It, okay. This just led me to that one. It's that chemical they spray inside the bag so that the cereal will stay more fresh and that it makes kids insanely hyperactive and it might cause cancer but the thing is is like the cereal in europe is perfectly fresh like when i got the the audi version of honey bunches of oats it wasn't different it just didn't have that chemical just have pork but for some reason americans are like well we're gonna save like two two cents on every five dollars so you're getting this fucking chemical fuck you it's it's a weird thing where aldi goes by european laws so they're not going to have the same shit that um that's why a lot of their shit's organic it's just by default it's not Mm -hmm. it's just to get in the european market that's their first market Mm-hmm. They're just selling their extra shit to us. So if Aldi has it, it doesn't have the chemical. But there's a huge list of like 200 chemicals that like I saw this picture of Fruit Loops that were from England and then Fruit Loops from um, America. Mm-hmm. And it's insane. The color difference. Like they're all all those colors aren't allowed in Europe. So like our Fruit Loops are like, wow, rainbow. Yeah, and their Fruit like Loops are like, blue, eh, blue, they're kind yeah. of some colors on them. We use spinach. We got some our green. Fr- our Fruit Loops are, vi- are very Miami Vice. But it's it's insane to me. And then 
I saw somebody posting this thing like today on Reddit. It's like in the Asheville Reddit. Somebody in Asheville went to Reddit, Ingles, and Walmart with a calculator. It's something for school. And they calculated the same groceries, what they cost, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was 75 at Aldi, 85 at Walmart, 109 at Ingles. Okay. So like... Wait, say those numbers again? Uh, 75 at Aldi. Mm-hmm. The same groceries were 86 at Walmart and 109 at Ingles. Oh, yeah, easy. But the idea of that, the reason that Americans say we're going to fill your food with all these disgusting chemicals that will give you cancer and make give you anxiety mm-hmm. is because it saves money and it makes it cheaper. Mm-hmm. Then how come it's fucking $40 more to buy the same shit just because you put chemicals in it? It seems like yeah. you're raising the price and the profit margin at the same time while giving us fucking chemicals we don't need. And yeah. that's, that's that's the fuck shit about it. Is I like thought, I thought that was a given. And the whole thing of this is what this really make, reminds me of is the Republican argument against woke investing because this is woke shit. When they say, "Hey, don't poison my food," Wait, that is also about the woke big, shit. Big woke industry, the big woke well, lobby. I mean, Euro seems pretty woke if they're like making me eat <laughs> organic cereal. If they won't let Yo. me have fucking, that's it's the fucked up thing. It's like the big woke agenda. No, I just, I, I've thought about this a lot. Um, I was sitting in line at one point in my car in like a drive-thru and I was looking over at uh, a Whole Foods that was in the same parking lot. And I was like, yeah, that's such a fucking trip that just like the only reason that Whole Foods and stores like them are even a lane that you can drive down in capitalism Mm -hmm. is because the unspoken understanding there is, okay, Ingles, Safeway, A&P, all these regular degular supermarkets, you get cancer and other diseases there. If you pay a little extra in America, you can have the not- cancer or it's ostensibly yeah not, not not like you know you know that anyway but like you have the non-poison poison foods for the cheap yeah not poison foods for yeah. the high and that just the fact that like like we don't we all know it but m- more often than not don't say it out loud yeah but that's that's in 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 undergirder of our yeah. culture. No, sugar cereal right now is eaten by incredibly poor children. Yes, or rich adults. Right. That's that's the market. They know the market is like it's shrinking, and that's that's how like cereal research is what brought me into this. But that's a big part of like <laughs> cereal research. Poor kids still eat <laughs> shit cereals, you know, and the parents just I guess don't care. They're like, fuck it, it'll shut them up here. Eat the Fruit Loops. But right, like, but they don't. But like the rich kids eat it as like dessert or yeah, like it's a eat dessert, it, yeah. it as not a necessity as like a delicacy yeah. whereas poor children eat that shit as a necessity and not just that it's the sugar cereals because they're not eating even like honey nut cheerios or like you said honey bunches of oats they're eating like bag cereals Fucking yeah, but not even that. Yeah, they're like, eating yeah. the bags that do like fruitios. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, like O loops yeah. or whatever, like shit that comes without, without yeah, without even a box around it. It's just in a bag, rice snappies with a logo. Yeah, 
Exactly. Rice flakes. <laughs> Crispy corns. And yo, they you probably could still get, as we talked about, remember we talked about a few weeks ago, uh, sugar corn pops or honey sugar smacks. You know what I mean? It's like you probably still getting the OG smack candy. And just like, but it's in a bag. As, you know, as dope should be. Dope comes in a fucking bag, not in a box. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's, yeah, I think that's the bottom line. It dope just, comes in a bag, not a box. It's crazy to me to think that, like, your anxiety could come from ribs. Oh, are you kidding me? You know, just, I, you know. I've, if you can have the pork sweats. Well, apparently there's, even with scientists and, like, you know, scientists on the side of, of liberals, I guess, but, like, we'll say the... When people were saying that bovine growth hormones were causing girls to sexualize at an earlier age, that mm -hmm. there was no actual scientific proof of that. Like, whatever the hormone is in that doesn't actually affect human hormones. Mm -hmm. it, it'll affect, like, growth of fat here and there more, but it doesn't do what we thought it I did. I don't disbelieve it, though. But everybody still says that. Like, oh, well, you put it in. Because that's another one. Europe will not allow American milk. They're like, no, we don't fuck with that milk. We've seen it's got that bovine American growth titties. Hormone. Well, you think they'd be like, bring I'm it not on. Not at it, but I'm gonna rain. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Is it American meat? Soccer at blue. Did you see those titties? But, uh, yeah, no. I, and this is the thing: as a Republican, I can't are, prove it, but I, I don't disbelieve it. It's a funny thing where Republicans right now are going against woke investing, which they call ESG, which is just thing of like, basically, if you're in investing, you're looking towards the future. You're gonna say, hey, oil's not gonna be there when it's gone. I don't want to fall off the fucking cliff with it. I'm gonna have some money somewhere else. Right. So Republican governors were like, fuck you, fuck that. Which is stupid because it makes no sense. You invest in our dumb shit. They went to BlackRock. Florida was like, hey, look, give us back the firefighter pension money. And BlackRock was like, we handle $10 trillion. Your little $100 million means shit to us. Take it back. We don't care. We have a waiting list of people trying to give us money, asshole. They don't care about mm. Florida's fucking woke money. Florida's just doing it to make a fucking point. They're going to lose money in the end by being woke. But the thing is, is it's not is woke. woke. It's... No, no. Florida hates woke. They're the right. ones that had to go to court and say, define they what woke meant. They literally passed a law called the Stop Woke Act. Yeah. It means that you recognize that there's a problem in American society and you think that something must be done about it. Is or how they it describe it. At least should it. be. But the, the, the thing is, is like the, as the investing keeps going, the, the Republicans right now, like what they stand on is this tripod leg of like religion, capitalism, you know, and pollution, mm -hmm. which pollution sounds weird, but like being against global warming is one of their identity things right now. Mm -hmm. We have to have pollution because of the economy. That's one of the things. We'll say, hey, that's bad. We don't want to breathe dirty air. They're like, but the economy, we need that. But right now, the economy and capitalism or pollution and capitalism are clashing. Mm -hmm. And they're taking Absolutely. their pollution, their, their, their pro-pollution arm is trying to chop away the capitalism arm and they need both of those legs for standing. Mm -hmm. And right now they're going against the financial district and finance big banks in general and saying, we're going to use you as a culture world point. Finance is saying, hey, dumbass, we're the ones that pay for your campaigns. If you keep doing this, yeah. we're going to stop fucking with you. And while I, I agree that's what's happening and it's self-sabotaging for them who are our, you know, enemies more or less, but I just... I don't have faith that that whole thing self-sabotages 
before we reach the critical mass, like tipping yeah, point yeah. of no, the the planet just shit the bed and we're done. Oh, definitely. And that's the fucked up thing is that big business and finance isn't woke. You're not gonna say like, oh, Wall Street, yeah, they're so woke. They don't give a fuck. They want to make money. They don't give a fuck. Even when they're being woke, they're like trying to look at the Republicans like, shh, we're just fucking getting money out of these liberals. Shut we're, up. Exactly. We're not even being woke. And we're just pretending to be shh. But this is, but this We only comes, put that rainbow on our Twitter for a month. Right. This comes back to the intersection. You know how like when, uh, when you're on a boat and waves come in two different directions, it creates chop. Yeah. You know what I mean? that's where we're at we're like it's it's things we talked about here before which is like so these corporations are really just doing what the the majority of what the american the masses want to spend their money yeah. on which is what they have historically called the invisible hand of the market yes and so you're not supposed to do and capitalism is supposed to operate off of the invisible hand of the market and so even though capitalism is driven more or less mostly by hardcore right-wingers when progressive or lefty ideals start driving the market that's creating chop you know the waves where it's like oh because i am a voracious unabashed capitalist i need to go where the money is and the money is in this quote-unquote woke area you know what i mean and and so they they're chasing their own tails and like fighting well you think it's it's easy to market equity you can say hey be nice to people regardless easy that's the entire i just marketed equity but you right. it's insane to even imagine marketing fucking inc- fascism you know inclusivity being like only hang out with people that look like you is just not a, a radio ad you know like th- it's out there but it's a lot th- more popular not, than you think but you don't publicly see it's hard to market it and the same like right. po- same with pollution like it's easy to say hey clean air and water but it's hard to say you know we need that smog you know, like it's it's not a marketing. Th- so, so those those things exist without marketing because they're going to exist regardless. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not going to be like, hey, Flint, I was with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you drink lead, Superman can't see your insides. <laughs> There's ways to market this. We could turn it around. That's yeah. They that's are the thing is you can't get on the side of pollution and then creating the, chop, bro. And that's I've been saying this for a while, but the most fucked thing is when for our entire lives we're like, hey, you know, clean air and water, and they say, but the economy. My thing is in the in my lifetime, I've seen about four times where the economy totally took a shit, fell on its ass, mm. and they had to use our tax money to prop that motherfucker back up. That's always so what like it is. if we're gonna keep using our vast treasures to make the economy every eight years, can we do it without pollution? And then that's the problem is the guy that owns all the Republicans is like, no, <laughs> no, sir. My, my daddy no gave me this chemical factory Bob. and I'm going to keep making these chemicals and buying Republicans. Yeah. Heritage. That's the deal. All right. You want to close on heritage? Yeah. I feel like, we're, I feel like we're done here. Yeah. I feel like we did what we came to do. A uh, big shout out to Silvery Plath. Uh, you have been rocking with the worst and you are now finished. You're about to be finished rocking with the worst. Uh, We are going to follow in the footsteps, as I promised. 
Uh, I'm going to keep promoting shamelessly my own music. Uh, we're going to close this episode out with a nice little crispy piece inspired by the works of film auteur John Carpenter. It is called Stay Frosty. And so, like the most interesting man in the world, stay frosty, my friends. On behalf of the absentee, Silvery Plath, a.k.a. Woko Ono, Alicia Silverstone, and my man that we cannot do without, Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, The Vice Count, Dirty Finger. I am your host, MC Onion, The Rap Scallion, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, The Dime Store Crime Lord, The Subwoofer Drug Pusher, Filibuster Rhymes, MC Onion, The Rap Scallion. This is the worst case scenario. Because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. And here comes Stay Frosty. Who are you saying dabble, 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 dabble? I do not know who you are, and why are you saying that? Chains and roses.